I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Car Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. We have a lot to get into on today's episode, including another flawless logo, man. We're going to talk about that and what that means for the hobby once again, a year after the LeBron Triple Logo Man and the sale there. Uh, big sales coming up in the collectibles game with the Jordan Flu Game sneakers uh, being sold on Golden. Uh, we've got a Bill Russell rookie that sells for $660,000. We've got Q&A from Instagram. We'll get into that. We're going to talk NHL and NBA playoffs as those are even closer to completion now. So we'll get into all of that here very, very soon. But first, we'll start with what's on your mind. Ty, Ty's here. He looks focused. If you're not watching, he looks focused. He looks ready to go. It's a Monday. We're recording a little early this week, a little earlier than normal. So we'll uh, we'll start with Ty, who looks locked in on a Monday. I was really hoping that there was going to be game seven to watch tonight. I'm sad that the Knicks bowed out. But all in all, successful season. Learned a lot about the squad. Got to retool, retinker, come back strong next year. Jason Tatum. Hats off. Good performance. Are we trading Julius Randle? I've been a hater. Yeah, Jay, yeah, probably shipping him if there's anyone that wants him at this point. But um, just blasphemy. PJ Championship coming up this weekend. Excited for that. Little quick turnaround on the majors season for the golf. Hey, shout out real quick, Ty, real quick. Little golf plug. Shout out to Jason Day. Westerville, Ohio native for the first win in five years on the tour on Mother's Day, who uh, recently lost his mom last year. I was reading an article on him this morning. Westerville guy. That's about 30 minutes from the shop. So shout out to Jason Day, man, on the on the win. Jason Day is an Ohio guy. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, interesting. All right. Yeah, sure is. Uh, yeah, it's a good shot. Jay Day. Nice win for him this weekend. Yeah. Overall, good weekend. I was out at the LPGA tournament, saw a little live action LPGA. The way that they swing that club is different. Tempo. Hockey, sad to hear about. Definitely sad to hear about our boy uh, McDavid bowing out last night. That was kind of my last remaining interest, but I'll catch a couple of Stanley Cup games here or there. Maybe LeBron pushing forth, pushing forward. Still haven't watched the Golden Show. I was looking at some uh, some V friends competing collect cards and Series 1, Zero Cool, Series 2 stuff. I had a VCon this weekend, which I'm excited for. That's really the main thing that's on my mind is VCon gearing up, flying out Wednesday night. We'll be there through Sunday, taking on Indy, Lucas Oil Stadium. Unfortunately, I've never gotten there for the Big Ten Championship, so I will be there for VCon. Although we have played and won in that stadium. Uh, that's Penn State football I'm referencing, which, by the way, Linda Yaccarino, who's the new CEO of Twitter, is a big Penn State football fan, so I'm hoping that. Did she go to Penn State? I guess. I imagine so. I saw that, on, too. I was like, why is it just randomly Penn State football? Yeah, it was the only thing that was tagged in her bio, which is pretty sweet. But, yeah, my fandom is turning attention to Penn State men's lacrosse. I had a nice win over Princeton last night. Um Penn State lacrosse is going into the Elite Eight. 
They're playing Army next weekend after Army upset Maryland, so a little easy path created. We'll take that. Um, but there's a lot of good teams out there. Linda Yaccarino did go to Penn State, by the way. Just checked. A little fact check for you. Notable, notable Penn State alum. How about this one? I think she went from like 8,000 uh, Twitter followers to like, is she at 400? She's north of 400,000. 4,000. Yeah. She went from like eight. I think she had 8,000 when it first came out that it might be her to 400,000 in like five days. Those are the things that are on my mind. Locked in on a Monday. Yeah. Lacrosse Final Four, sneaky one of my favorite things to watch on ESPN2 on that random Saturday where it comes up. A little Saturday Memorial it's Day. It's best. always nice. It's yeah. always nice. Definitely it's always works. on ESPN2 no matter what. I don't know who those announcers are, but I know their voices when I hear them. It's the best. Yep. Well, what's on your mind? So I'm, I'm going to go NBA playoffs as well. I think a conversation that I've had with my friends often is Jalen Brown versus Jason Tatum. And I think, like, it seems round to round, year to year, game to game, people flip-flop between those two guys and who would you rather own. So I kind of wanted to put that out to you two and see what you were thinking. I would imagine, I haven't looked it up, but I would imagine price-wise, Tatum is probably a lot higher than than Jalen Brown. But I kind of think I like Jalen Brown better as a player overall. So I just wanted to put that out there for you guys and kind of bat it around a little bit. Yeah, it's you like Brown better than Tatum? I think I like Jalen Brown better. I think I like How his How many guys more. have 50 points or more in a game seven all time? Is that a trick question? No, it, probably not a lot based <laughs> on you bringing one. that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's the guy I'd rather have. <laughs> 51 points in game seven. Could miss, lights out, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is 1A. One, I mean, he's the top guy of them. Jalen Brown is really good. He's a great two. And I think the thing that Tatum is, I think the difference with Tatum at the moment is like, he does have that streakiness in him. I mean, game six, I mean, my man had what, two points going into the fourth quarter. That's the point. He kind of does that a lot. And then dropped 16 in the fourth. Uh, I think it was 16 points. Um, And it was the reason they won that game at the end. Like they, I mean, dude was on fire, but then came out in game seven and like, yeah, I, I think that's definitely the biggest knock on him is the streakiness, but uh, Tatum's a top 10 basketball player in the NBA. He's, He's a beast. A top 10 He's first, 10, first team All-NBA. I talk a lot of crap about him. And if I'm going to turn the corner, feels like you might need to as well, though. I'm not hating on Jason Tatum. Let's make that very clear. I'm just saying I like Jalen Brown a lot, and I think I like his energy as like an alpha dog as opposed to a Jason Tatum. If the Knicks could pick up either one, who would you like? And you're you're telling me taking Jalen Brown? I don't really care what happens to the Knicks, but yeah. Huh. Wow. Nothing not negatively or positively. I happen to enjoy their little run they had. It was good. Yeah, interesting. Thanks, Matt. Lou, anything else in your mind? No, I mean I'm moving this week, so I've been pulling a lot of random cards out. I ap- I happen to put all of my loose cards into three 800 count boxes, so I'm gonna have to do some work <laughs> here and get rid of some of these cards because it's getting a little ridiculous. Three 800 count boxes. Three of them. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta do some. Yeah, you it's gotta a problem. do some work. <laughs> it's you a, real, a lot. It's a real problem. Yeah, I'm saying Ryan's saying that's Brother, like. I got two. Uh, well, Ryan lives a different life right than I here live. That are 3,200 counts. All right. Well, you live a different life than me. I'm a normal human in the world. I didn't. Wasn't. He said a normal human in the world. 2,400 cars just lying around. Lou, where are you moving to? A different part of New Jersey, the best state in the union, Bergen County, wonderful place to live, wonderful place to raise a family. 
hope everyone will join me there. Nice. Hoping to move out closer to Tyler's neck of the woods as time goes on. We'll see what happens. Love to hear it. I thought it was funny. Love to hear it. Yeah, I thought it was just interesting, though, real quick, you know, kind of like a side note before I go into what's on my mind. I just thought it was interesting as a Georgia fan. You wouldn't mention the fact that Georgia just signed the number one recruit in all of 2024 after they took him from yeah. Ohio State. It just sometimes I always yeah. question that Georgia fandom. You know, it's like how yeah. real is it well, really actually? Yeah, well, given that it's May 15th and I'm the back to back champion, I don't like to worry too much about recruiting classes. <laughs> and also, this is a national show. Not everyone cares about Georgia football and, and Ohio State's trash ass program but yeah if you want to talk about it number one recruit uh decided to leave ohio state because he saw just a better opportunity at the university of georgia which makes him a smart kid and a winner so i'm looking yeah, forward speaking to seeing a smart him kid and a winner i heard there's reports going around that stetson bennett's been in college since 2017 and actually okay. never graduated so let's talk all about georgia quarterbacks smart kids and winners what's the ohio state education uh like level i mean super high <laughs> can't be that high <laughs> I also thought you guys made a off episode agreement that we weren't going to discuss that, and you just walked yourself <laughs> into your own buzzsaw. Correct. I was trying to be a nice guy and just move on. No, it's we, May and no we one had to cares. bring it up. I, I mean, Ohio State football is twenty four seven, so certainly disappointed. Twenty four seven to finish second in the Big Ten. I mean, we haven't hit goals the last couple of years for sure. Like, we have work to do. At what point do your goals reset? They don't. They don't ever reset. Mm, sounds like a, Co- sounds like a Yankee fan. <laughs> yeah. Do your goals reset? You I'm reset a champion. Your goals? <laughs> yeah. You just happen to jump right before they start winning. It's not my fault that I got family who enrolls in the school. What do you want me to do? That has nothing to do with who you choose to root for. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Anyways, what's on my mind? That that was disappointing. The NBA playoffs, this all game seven, got to watch Tatum. That was awesome. I it was it was close in the first half and man they took over. Uh, NHL playoffs time mentioned it, but the fact that we're not going to see McDavid play for another cup, uh, play for a cup. I mean, I think this was year eight, year eight for McDavid. He's going to win, I think his fourth MVP trophy this year. Again, just smashing records. Like the, he's just so good and just nothing to show for him. I saw Slab Sox put a poll out and it just makes me wonder like how much it affect will affect his cards long term if he doesn't win. Right. That was always the knock on Ovi was he needs to win. Ovi's going to beat the goal record for Gretzky at some point. You would you would assume McDavid's got a lot of records. He's got a great teammate. That's the argument with Trout, really. Right. Is Trout's been one of the best baseball players for half a decade plus. And he's, they're not playing meaningful games. Like we, we joked about it a few months ago, Lou, when it was like the World Baseball Classic. And it said, Otani, Trout, best players in the world. That was the biggest moment of Mike Trout's career. Fa- fa- uh, facing off in the World Baseball Classic. Could you imagine if these two were on the same team? And they're on the same team. And they're going to go three for five. They're each going to go three for five. Otani's going to strike out nine. And they're going to lose six to two. Like it, it, they're just... That's the argument, and that, that's what I wonder is... I've got some cool McDavid stuff. I like McDavid. I, I mean, he's dominant. Um, but how much will winning affect his cards long-term? Like, another year, no no cup, no cup appearance. Um, yeah, sucks. And I saw a stat this morning that said no Canadian team has won the cup since 93. It'll be another year, no Canadian team wins the cup. I feel like they need to start a little frozen envelope little questionable calls like just get the cup back to canada i feel like that's the right move for everyone involved 
Wasn't there a conspiracy around the draft that just happened? With Chicago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, original six is more important than Canada at large. Yeah, but Montreal was in there too. They could have given it to Montreal. Yeah, but did Chicago just lost their star. Blackhawks matter. Yeah, it was a great story for sure. You're not wrong there. So my point was they're already doing the frozen envelope. They're just not doing it for Canada. But I want it for Canada. Who said I want it for Canada? I do. Did you see the story that came out where they were like, oh, no, actually, the star means that they jumped a spot, like the fake news they were putting out about that? Is that how that was the cover up? That was a rationalization. Like, oh, no, actually, it means that if you jump a spot, you get a star next to you. It's like, well, that seems convenient. Mm, Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Lou, I know you and I talked to pre uh, before Ty got here before we started recording. Connor Bedard, the likely number one pick. A lot of hype on him already. We can get into that in another episode unless you have something you want to talk about right this second. But my thought was NHL draft was last week or what, was it last week? Yeah. The lottery was last week. Lottery was last week. The lottery for the NBA draft is tomorrow night. It will be. It is will it? happen. Yeah. It'll, it's at eight o'clock tomorrow. It'll happen before car talk comes out. All right. So if you're hearing this. 8 p.m. tomorrow. We know who won the lottery. The winner was. <laughs> Um, we winner, do not know who won the lottery. The winner is, was Orlando. Orlando won the lottery. It's Monday night at five seventeen, and we have no idea who won the lottery. Who do you think's going to win the lottery? Who's got Detroit. the best odds? Orlando, Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio are all tied. Where does the NBA want him to go on that list? I think Houston. I don't know. Detroit's kind of coming back as a city. Feels like Motor City. Feels like feels like Detroit's hot. Yeah, but if Houston gets Harden and they got Harden and Wemby, that's kind of fire. Harden and Jabari Smith and KPJ. What do you mean Harden, Harden? I get it. Like, he's a loser, but... He just played himself out of relevancy. I don't know if he played himself out of relevancy. What about Charlotte at at four with LaMelo? LaMelo's still in the league? That was your guy, right? That was a joke. (laughs) You just have a a plethora? What kind of... what? You got a mini fridge in that room? Like, you going Propel to to Gatorlite? Like, what do you got? And it's all lemon-lime flavored. Yeah, he just, I'm prepared for car talk. He's got to stay respect. hydrated. Needs his electrolytes. Have you seen the, some of the plays Jay no. gives me to read? <laughs> They're like this true. long. I mean, I got to gotta be quenched. Uh, is that what this is for? Like quench your thirst? No free ads, but still. All right, real quick. Uh, NBA draft lottery, team odds for number one pick. Lou kind of mentioned it earlier, but the top three share 14% odds with Pistons, Rockets, Spurs. I said LaMelo because they're fourth best odds. The Hornets at 12.5. Portland at 10.5 is fifth. Magic, Pacers, Wizards, Jazz, Mavericks have a 3% odds. Luka and Victor, that would be crazy. Oklahoma City, who has had a million number one picks or a million first round lottery picks and still has a million, uh, has 12 uh, Raptors and Pelicans. Pelicans have the worst odds at 0.5%. What a, real quick, Portland at five, ten and a half. Would that keep Damian Lillard happy in Portland if they get Wimby? I think so. You would think them getting the most high prospect in 25 years or whatever it is coming into their city would make him want to stay. That would be huge. But I also heard that but there's also the rumor of him going to Philly. Otherwise, he's going to go to the Knicks. What about Philly? No. He's coming to New York. <laughs> Screw everything. New York's hot. It's a hot destination now. It's a landing spot. We got Brunson. Would you take Embiid in New York? Probably. I mean, Would you trade RJ for Embiid? 
Yeah. Yes. Would you trade RJ and quickly and picks? Yep. He is the MVP. <laughs> Tarsen, yep. Mm-hmm. Bronson. Just, just. That's a ridiculous thing, though, that they gave him MVP. That man disappeared in game seven. Like, I saw a stat the other day that said, like, Embiid had, like, 15 points the entire game. Jokic had 16 points in the first quarter. The fact that they gave it to Embiid, I'm still, like, dumbfounded. Jokic is the clear MVP. I think that's ridiculous they gave it to him. I get it. It's probably a little, like, uh, Hey, we're tired of giving it to this to these two guys. Giannis and Jokic have won the last had won the last four back to back each. It, it to me, it's like, yep, it should have been. Jokic. What's going to be cool is that all these guys have to play more games next year to be eligible for a lot of these awards. Yeah, they're changing all I that think around. Four of the five first team All NBA guys didn't play enough games to be eligible for first team NBA All NBA next week next year. Speaking of All NBA guys. Flawless basketball wow, jobs what a this transition. week. There's some all NBA guys on one yeah. particular card or multiple particular cards. Panini has flawless basketball dropping this week with five different triple logo man. I wonder what inspired them to do that. Five triple logo man. The big one, the big chase, like we hinted in the start of the show, is going to be number two out of five. It'll be Steph Curry, LeBron James. Luka Doncic. I saw Panini dropped a little preview about it, showed the the video of it, went all over social. I'm sure you guys have seen it by now. Very, very cool card. Has 75th anniversary logo, man. Um, There's also a couple other cool ones. There'll be a rookie triple game use logo, man, of Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and Cade Cunningham. Mm. There will be Jalen Green, Vince Carter, Zach Levine. This one, I think, is honestly probably one of my favorite. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. One of one triple logo, man. I think that's really cool. That's a good one. But probably my favorite for satire reasons, satirical reasons. Listen to this. You guys ready for this triple logo, mm-hmm. man? I think I saw this one. It's ridiculous. This is for the Brooklyn Nets. It's Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Tough Kevin beat. Durant. <laughs> Neither of the three happen to play in Tough Brooklyn beat. anymore. They're logo man, right? So there's no like association to the Nets. Will they be in Nets jerseys in the photo? I would guess so. Yeah, it's a Nets card. This this is twenty one twenty two flawless basketball. So this isn't this year's class with Paolo and Chet and uh, Benedict and Murray and all those guys. This is the year before when those guys were Nets. Ain't that something? I don't even know why they put off that card. There's also some dual logo man. There's 12 on the checklist. Barnes and LaMelo. Josh Giddy and Shea has a dual logo man, one-on-one. LeBron and Carmelo, logo man. Lillard, Donovan Mitchell. John Morant, Steph Curry. We'll get into that in just a second. Jalen Green, Cade, Moses Moody, Kaminga. Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Durant, Kyrie. Ugh, another Nets one. Embiid, Harden. Giannis Embiid and Luka LeBron. So not only is there the Curry, Luka LeBron, there's also a LeBron, Luka dual logo mm. man. So, but I mentioned it. Speaking of John Morant, uh, a wild weekend once again for John Morant, who was once again seen with a gun on an Instagram live allegedly in a car. Allegedly. Seems to be more true than not true, but we can't confirm nor deny. But pretty tough weekend, I would imagine, for not only John Morant and his PR team, um, but also John Morant card collectors. Uh, I asked a, a poll on Instagram. I was sharing this with Jay and uh, Lou before we started, uh, Ty. But I, I asked 
my Instagram followers said, who would you rather have for five years? You have to have money in one guy for cards. Who are you, who are you putting money in? John Morant or Zion Williamson? Sheesh. And nearly two to one, almost two to one, said Zion Williamson. Said you'd rather have money in Zion for the next five years than John Morant. I think it is partially skewed because of it's in the moment of all this. Sure. And what's like better not seen than seen or whatever. I don't know. I feel like there's some saying there. We don't need to go into all the antics of it all. But yeah, definitely impacting from a collectability standpoint. But sometimes holding is, uh, is the right play. And there's a world where two, three years from now, it's all forgotten. You would hope. I wouldn't go near either guy with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, it's just I'll kinda, say that. Not interested. It's kind of crazy that we're, you know, we started car talk and those guys were a really, really big deal back when we started. 1920 basketball was the biggest thing in a while. Joe, right? Rookie of the year. You're like, man, these guys are going to be special. We saw what Zion did. Like, there was so much hype around that class. And here we are going into year five. I mean, we're months away from them starting year five. Is that what they're starting? Year five? Yeah, year five. 1920, 2021, 21, 22, 22, 23, 23, 24, year five. It's math, Ty. And Darius Garland, Jordan Poole, and RJ Barrett might be the most desired guys in a class that was so top heavy around Zion and Jaw. And it's just crazy that five years later. Who did you say? I, I would imagine three of the top guys at this point are Jordan Poole, RJ Barrett, and Darius Garland. Tyler Hero is probably pretty close. Rui, I mean, it's doing something with the Lakers. Like, I'm sure there's somebody I'm missing by a mile. I mean, Ja is still the best guy. I mean, my man's like, are we saying are we are we taking him off the list because of his antics? He hasn't been he hasn't been kicked out of the league. I would rather have money in Darius Garland or Jordan Poole than I would John Morant. I don't think Jordan Poole is 2019. I don't guy. know. Jordan Poole is looking oh, like a like a like a like a more like a Tyler <laughs> Hero type true. role player as of late. <laughs> Darius Garland, Jordan, also where's a Jordan piece. Gonna end I don't up, know. Man. Somewhere, go be the face of the Charlotte Bobcats or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going. <laughs> he said the Charlotte Bobcats. You know, I just the, the thing with Jaw, like, yes, man's clearly needs to talk to somebody again, but he needs to get some real friends, man. There was a tweet that was like, I know, I know they're the Hornets. That's why I said the Bobcats. Um, <laughs> Uh, so it's like, man, it makes you respect LeBron and Kobe. They just had yeah, I two saw careers. Yeah, they just, never did anything yeah, off the court. They never did. <laughs> yeah. And the guy said, I think you need to learn Hang history. on a second. <laughs> That's what the guy and said. they're like, yeah, Gilbert Arenas too. <laughs> Hang on just a second. There's been a That's, couple things in those guys' careers. That was, that the, that point. was, that okay. was the point. That was the point of the tweet. It's uh, like Kobe, you know, like. Yeah, he's like, People yeah, these guys have just had, like, like, they just had no issues off the court. And the guy, the number one response, which has had more likes than the actual tweet, said, like, brother, I think you need to learn history. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was trolling. He was trolling. And it's a point. It's just like. Look, if the dude plays his ass off and can let that be what people are focused on, he can. I think that there will either be a bounce or there can be value in his cards. He just needs to stay off the Internet. People are worried because the decision making is just crazy. Like, and it's like, you're whatever. 
riding in a car. I mean, his boy was like through the phone out the window. Like, why are you doing that? At least he tried, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's – but if Memphis doubles down on him and he comes out and he's first team All-NBA next year, like – I don't think they're going to be doubling down. Yeah, we – Jay and I talked about this and we were talking about this time before you got on, but I – what do you do? You think he'll be suspended? I think he's going to get like half a season. I think he's going to he get suspended, suspended for a long right time. Now. I think he's going to get like real meaningful games. He got eight the first time. Jay said full season. He got oh, eight shot. games the first time. He's definitely getting more than eight games. I bet he gets got, half a season. No, there's five months until this is a situation again because he's going to fall off the map now until until October when the season oh. comes back. People will forget. He'll get twenty to twenty five games and he'll be back. No, no, he's getting 40. I just, let's not get crazy on RJ being like, you know, I know there's a lot of chatter. He's the best of the first three picks, yada, yada, yada. He played well in the playoffs. He figured out where to put his elbow. My guy Drew Hanlon helped him out. But, like, he's a trade asset for us right now. Yeah, you're hoping he's on another team come October. Yeah, someone wants the man. We want a superstar. I like his game. Brad Beal? It just baffles me. He's about to go into his fifth year. He looks like a child. Like f- five years from now, he's going to like be coming into his own, which is a good thing for whoever bets on him. Well, not if you're going to pay him a hundred and good thousand trillion dollars first. Speaking of a hundred thousand gajillion dollars, uh, the flu game sneakers are at auction <laughs> this time and they are already at eight hundred thousand dollars with 30 days left. They're running on a monthly auction over at Golden. Uh, so Jay dropped some some links in here. Shout out to Jay for pulling this up. Flu Game sneakers sold in 2013, 10 years ago, for $100,000. Then they sold in 2020 for half a million dollars. Now they're up for bids and they're at 800000 with 30 days left. That's pretty cool. That's got to be one of the coolest pieces of memorabilia I think I've seen auctioned. I feel like these type of things don't get up for sale that often am i wrong about that i feel like having three sales that we could quickly reference is kind of rare for something like this yeah i guess that's probably true makes you wonder why somebody would sell it three times well clearly they're making money yeah i guess that's (laughs) 300k is 300k like i don't know (laughs) another big sale uh recently uh i saw this uh this is on espn actually i think quarter j dropped this Bill Russell rookie card goes for $660,000 at auction. Uh, it says a 1957 Topps Bill Russell rookie sold for 660 at auction Thursday, setting a record for a card of the Boston Celtics great who died last year. The sale, conducted by PWCC Marketplace, makes the Russell card the third most expensive vintage, which ESPN puts in the article is pre-1980, Ty. We talked about that last week on Card Talk. They Interesting. Say pre- they say pre-1980 is vintage. Uh, it's the third most expensive vintage basketball card of all time, according to Card Ladder. Shout out to another card company in the sale, uh, in the article. The only other pre-1980 basketball cards that sold for more were a 1948 Bowman George Mikan rookie, which sold for 800 in March of last year, and a 61 Fleer Wilt rookie, which sold for 670000 in June of last year. That was a PSA 8, right? The Wilt or something like that? Uh, it doesn't say. I think it was an 8. The Russell the rookie card was an 8.5. Uh, which is between a mint and a near mint by PSA. Previously held the record for the most expensive card of his when it sold for six thirty in March of 2021. There are only three copies of the card graded higher, and they have never surfaced for public auction. Damn. Always love seeing card news like that end up on uh, 
sports places like ESPN. I think that's cool. It was an eight five. Jay said there's three nines. Three nines in the pop. That's crazy. Um, Bill Russell, the person, definitely vintage. Definitely vintage. Yes. Well, he's dead. I always um, see the uh, Sport Kings gum Jim Thorpe card pop up in the card ladder recap email. Sport Kings, definitely vintage. Definitely in demand. For sure. Big Sport King. Real quick, Jay sent us a, a text. Just some breaking news that tw- uh, Schefter just tweeted. The NFL has announced that Peacock breaking will be news the home. Three days later, for people listening, yeah, for breaking for the first ever exclusive live streamed NFL playoff game, presenting an NFL Wild Card playoff in prime time on Saturday, January thirteenth, two thousand twenty-four. What am I missing in this tweet? That they've never shown a playoff game exclusively on Peacock before. I think what they, Rye, what that's for, I think your question, what are you missing? Like, you're asking why would they exclusively live stream a game? No. So this is saying that, so it's just so I'm understanding this correctly. The only place you'll be able to watch is on Peacock. It's the first time a playoff game's ever been exclusively streamed, not on television. That's what the point is. Oh, wow. And why would it not be on TV is because they want, like, the asset to be used to drive subscriptions for the service. That screams Jets. Saturday night primetime playoff game is primetime, like Jets, Bills, Bengals, first round. But didn't our um, all of our primetime games? Oh, because wildcard fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're the primetime Saturday game. Yeah. Unless we're not playing in the wildcard. No, you're, yeah. you're either at home religion. watching. They're either at home watching it on Peacock or they're playing in that game. Yeah, they're at home watching because they're off. They play the following week. I agree. <laughs> no, because yeah. they're looking at who they want to draft in 2024 when Caleb Williams is there. Easy. Both options are fine by me if you put it that way. If it's Caleb Williams or playing in the second round of the playoffs exclusively, I'll take that. Sign me up. <laughs> Yikes. All right. We uh we have some questions this week. Jay said there's a, t- a good amount from IG, so I have them right here. Good amount of questions. Shout out to everybody who submitted this week. Quick, here's a good one to start. I like this one. Peter Burrow Sports Cards. One thing you like already. Uh, it says one thing to add and one thing to remove from card shows. So one thing you like about card shows, one thing you'd want to add to card shows, and one thing you'd want to remove from card shows. I like... I mean, I like, like, I don't know. I like the whole process. Like, I don't know. How, how do you pick one thing? <laughs> what do I want to change? I can't go back to my old better snacks answer. That's too. That's, that's too a pretty cliche. good answer. I mean, one the, thing I could uh, remove, I would like to um, uh, upgrade the seating. If you're behind a table, like the metal chair, I'm just over it. I need like a cushion. I would say the Wi-Fi. Most mm, Wi-Fi yeah. at, most, at most shows is a problem. trash. Liability. Yep. Better better flooring options, so I'm not standing on concrete or walking on concrete too much. Maybe get some like padding, some carpet, something a little nicer. Mm, the tickets might cost more then. Yeah, that's okay. I'll pay five bucks. Yeah, we're talking like ten or fifteen. I, I'll take fifteen. Yeah, I don't know what more options like. Better lighting. I like car shows. Yeah, like they're fine the way they are. Is kind of my opinion. Because mm. anything like I start to think about is like, well, then does it change it? Like. Not in Atlantic City. <laughs> Not in Atlantic City. Yeah, sure. If I Some sort of directory of like tables, but then it's like 
okay, do I want to know what cards are on display or maybe uh, like, I don't know, just the things aren't really feasible. Like if there was iPads at every seller and it showed sales that they had made, that'd be cool. So you could see like previous sales of the show, but like just not going to happen. Yeah. I like shows. I like them sweaty. I like them hot. I like when my hips hurt. I like walking around and chatting with people. I like the camaraderie. I like having to watch my hands later. I like cash exchanges. I like. I like that first sit down when the day is over. Like when you sit down. Yeah, for like dinner. when everybody's gone, and you just sit down. And you're like, <sighs> love that feeling. And the guy, the guy, is talking on the intercom. There is six minutes and forty eight seconds left until the end Please of the set. Please leave day. immediately. Please leave immediately. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, that was, of course. What was that? The national was that twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was twenty one. Uh, yeah. Twenty one. All right. Should I pick one? You can. Chef Pat, if you were starting your collection all over, what card would you start with and why? I think Ryan should go first. So how do you want me to answer this? I want you to answer it by uh, the question is, if you could pick one card to start a collection, what would you choose? 52 Tops Mantle. Hmm. Why? I That to me is cards. It's the card? Yeah, I think so. I know there's a lot of people that are like real like card gurus that talk a lot about it shouldn't be that. That's it's the most overhyped card. It should be the 51 Bowman Mantle. To me though, it's it's 52 Tops baseball. That to me is the set, the card, like the story, everything about it. Like, I love that card. It'd be 52 Tops Mantle. Hmm. For sure. It's a good pick. It's hard to argue with that, to be honest. Yeah, when I got like that's one thing I liked about mine is like I I learned a lot about the set when I got it. Like when I picked up the 52 set and like it was like Nashville 2021, um, there was like 1300 some graded by PSA. I just, I look at that and I'm like, I think that matters. Um, I would love to, I would love to have somebody on the show at some point that is like a vintage expert and can tell us about the 52 top space all set. I would love, I, I think that's such an iconic set. I think it would be a good thing to talk about. Um, I wonder if, but, if we know anyone who could do that, but like, the the report that half of them got dropped in the the harbor um that the top set was a failure that the fact that there's you know again i got it 18 months ago but the fact that there was uh only 1300 graded by psa it's like that's a pretty big card to only have that few with like a numerical grade it's kind of cool so that would be mine what would be yours 137 ronaldo devin booker devin booker prison purple you know it's it's funny the first answer that comes to my mind always with this, and I would have a couple answers, but the first answer that always comes to mind is 79 OPG Gretzky. It's a good choice. And I'm tr- I've been sitting here trying to think of why Gretzky was so iconic to me. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just the nickname The Great One. Like, just growing up, like, I also played – I didn't play a lot of hockey. Like, I played hockey – I was like a junior and peewee and then like family wise we like watched it a lot but didn't I don't know there was just something about hockey and how old were you when Gretzky was a ranger so what year did what year was that Gretzky ranger years well like late 90s 98 something like that 96 to 99 I was 789 prime 
and he was the great one. I don't know. So there's something about Gretzky, even though it's always, I, I think that card's beautiful. Then another one would just be first edition Charizard, but maybe even Blastoise over Charizard because I was always a blue person and not a red person, just in life, school mm-hmm. colors, everything. I randomly found this while going through my stack of cards. That's, That's nice. Hot. That's really Jazzed. Hot. So I don't know why, but I, I think Gretzky just like was the great one. I feel like for me in that era, like just seven, eight right there, it was like he was untouchable athlete. Good pick. So I have this theory that if I would have gotten a big LeBron Bowman Chrome in 2003, I would have never gotten away from cards. So I'm going to choose an X Fractor LeBron Bowman Chrome from his rookie year because I think that would have standing ball on, yeah, ball on the hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that would have set the table for me to stay committed to cards and who knows what I'd have by now. It's a pretty good one. Rai, what was LeBron like for you? It's just such a big deal. Like the kid from Akron going to the hometown. Like I was young. So like, I don't remember too much about like the meat, like uh, one of the guys that uh, worked for me, Maury um, went to like Kent state. So like was, would, would talk about like what it was like when like they would cover LeBron's high school games and there would be like all sorts of media coverage and like, it would just pack these small gyms. So I've like, I've heard a little bit about it from like guys that like lived through it at the time. Um, but I was, you know, young, I was seven, eight, nine, just like kind of like you were right. I was, I'm a little bit younger. I was born in 92. So like when LeBron's in high school, it was a little bit later. I remember some of, one of my early memories is like when we were, gosh, I'm trying to think of how old I would have been. It would have been the same. I think it was the same. The same year, LeBron played in a in the state high school finals in the Shot and Scene Center when the Alder girls like that's. I went to Jonathan Alder's for high school. There was a girl on our team. God, where did she end up going to college? Um, Lauren, I'm gonna pull this out of my. I'm gonna pull this out of my ass right now. Lauren, uh, I think her name's Prohaska. I think that was her last name. She was a star for Jonathan Alder. Lauren. Prohaska. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Holy cow, I found it. Um, she went to Bowling Green. She was a star. She went to like the, the tournament, and I think it was the same summer LeBron took St. Vincent St. Mary's there. She got inducted in the Bowling Green Hall of Fame in 2022. Wow. But anyways, like I remember it being a big deal. Like there was a lot of people there. I thought it was the same summer. But then obviously he goes on to play as I got older. Like I was probably third, fourth grade when LeBron was in Cleveland and then he was there through I mean when did he leave for Miami 11 eight years later 2010 was it 2010 or 2011 I thought it was 2011 whatever yeah well I graduated high school in 2011 so right like so my almost all of my schooling LeBron's in Cleveland so yeah it was, it was a really really big deal again he was from that area like he's from what 40 minutes away 35 minutes away how about cards I mean the card market where, wasn't where it. was it where the was card? it for you in cards? What do you mean? Like, were you collecting him at all? I, I did mostly football. Cards, then? I did mostly football. I mean, I, I remember buying. I sat in a flea market on the east side. The guy that I bought my card for, shop from in 2019, I bought. It was probably 2013, 2014. I bought a 2006 or 2007 exquisite patch out of LeBron James for $250 off this guy. At the time, and I was like, I didn't care about like again. I wasn't a basketball guy. Um, sold it like two days later for like five hundred bucks. 
again, it's kind of crazy where cards are now, considering that's a thousands of thousands of thousands of dollars for a card. Um, but yeah, Le- LeBron's always, I mean, it's always been a big deal. I didn't buy a bunch of it because again, it was a lot more expensive when he came out. So I was buying Tom Brady and, you know, uh, Richard Seymour base cards. I wasn't buying mm-hmm. LeBron James rookies and patches like some of the kids nowadays are, are getting. But yeah, I mean, he's always been a big deal in the state of Ohio. Uh, real quick, next question. Uh, this is a good one. I would love Lou's opinion on this. I think this is a disrespectful question to Steph Curry, but I'll let you guys answer this. Joe's Card Shack says, is, is Steph Curry the Derek Jeter of basketball? No. That's a crazy question, guys. <laughs> what did you just google what did you just google <laughs> i want to know what what did you just google I googled to, steph curry to, career to... mvp votes so okay. oh, i'm trying to figure out what you're using to disprove it to, to shit on Derek jeter i'm not gonna shit on Derek jeter but that's a crazy question <laughs> would you say that steph curry was the best player on any of his championship teams yeah Yes. Okay, great. So then that's it. End of conversation. <laughs> well, there's also, um, what, nine versus five? True, yeah. What's nine versus five? Nine guys Players. on the field versus five on, five on the court. I don't know. Like, how can you? You guys. I have no that. take. Yeah, I have no take on it. No, my thing about Steph is that I actually think, you know, there's all this argument when Kobe passed that Kobe should be the logo over Jerry West, blah, blah, blah. to me, Steph Curry should be the new logo of the NBA. He is the, I would say, the personification of like when the NBA changed, right? Yeah, he fundamentally changed the league, in my opinion. It's which is crazy because I very, very much remember big ankle brace not going to make it. Oh Steph yeah, Curry. yeah, that's what they got. That's why the dynasty happened. They got him for like what four years, forty million. They got Something him on. Like they got him for a bargain. I think that's what it was. Just four years, forty million. I mean, he was wearing like robo bracelets. Yeah, he had the Michael Porter Jr. going on for sure. <laughs> Did you see the story about Bob Myers leaving the Warriors? It's, why would that guy leave the Warriors? GM, the guy who, yeah, like president of basketball operations. Put put it all together. I can't imagine a situation where that guy is just like going to a new team because number one, where's he going? And number two, why would you leave Steph Curry? I think it's going to be a really interesting offseason in the NBA. I think some of these teams are going to have some moves. You would think Draymond's out of there, right? I Draymond and Jordan Poole. And maybe Clay. And they said they want Clay to take less money. Actually, never mind. I take it back. After what I just what I just heard about Bob Myers, about that, maybe Bob Myers should leave. <laughs> he doesn't want to deal. I wouldn't want to leave, deal with that either. Draymond goes to LA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100% wants to play with LeBron. He'd be a great Nick, though. He would, but I, I <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be able. Yeah. yeah, he would. I just he would. Fit I wouldn't well. be able to hear him. Like just his affinity for LeBron and open affinity while they're competing to me would rub me the wrong way. Like if I was a Warriors fan, I would be super not thrilled. Although if I was a Warriors fan, oh, I would have yeah. made mad money. It would have like I said made mad money, been pumped because they won the championship, in which case I would have won mad money if I was a fan and my team won the championship, yeah. except they lose, so I lose money. But if I was a Warriors fan, I'd be annoyed at, with Draymond's antics. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine they're not. I'm annoyed in general with how NBA guys are with each other. Everyone likes each other too much. It's the worst. But not everyone. Some don't. But most of them are like pretty good friends. 
Yeah. Oh, the yeah. rare hatred yeah. is when like it's good. Jimmy, Damian Lillard, even Steph, like they lose. He's not like all lovey-dovey. Like, yeah, but that's what I want. Mm. I want you to not like each other. Yeah, like yeah, when Luca like and, and Devin Booker were having their little thing, that was great because there was some real yeah. animosity. Why there. I think Booker is like that dude. I'm not saying I want like the malice in the palace, but like I don't want you to like, you know, Draymond and LeBron were like hugging and Googling and like Cancun on three. Like, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. A lot. Any other questions? Uh, yeah, this is this is a funny one. Uh, Denver Collectibles said Nuggets in six or seven. I got the I got the Lakers in the finals, boys. I have yeah. the Nuggets. Both it's going to be a good series. Both my finals teams are still left. Lou, who'd you pick? I have the Lakers and the Celtics, I think. What's Tatum going to do? Is he going to come out wearing Lakers Kobe colors again? Or Yikes. That's also a big <laughs> yeah, red flag for him. <laughs> yeah. To yeah, me, dude, that was if, the if Ezekiel it's Elliott. Like, just wear the eight in Celtics colors. If Ezekiel Elliott came out wearing like a freaking Tiambia or Bianca Batuka, like sweatband. What did you just I say? Would... Bianca Batuka was a running back for Michigan in the 90s who had like. Oh, you did like an Ohio times. State thing. I thought you were doing a Cowboys yeah. thing. I was like, well, what's going no. on? Bianca Batuka, I think yeah. it was. Uh, was like a running back from like the 90s, dominated Ohio State one year, like a Hassan Haskins five touchdowns. Who's your least favorite college Easy. opponent? E- Michigan. Not Desmond. team, single player. player. Desmond Howard. The worst. Again, going against Desmond Howard? Just hearing him after and like his moments in life. Oh, hate that dude. He gets the only rush the way it is. Yeah, it just, he's... Mine's Mario Manningham. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. He sucks too. Taylor Lewan hated him. Ugh. Mike Hart. Shoelaces. Denard Robinson. Oh my gosh. My list is long. Long. It would be substantial. Who's the the dude that did the spin move? Braxton? Your your quarterback. Yeah, Braxton. Braxton did us dirty and decent. Oh, dude. One of my favorite all-time videos. We've got to get this on the show. But there's a video of, like, Braxton going in on, like, was it fourth and three, third and three from the goal line? And he stops on a dime. This dude, like, and he just, oh, man. It is one of my favorite alt. This is what, like, made me fall in love with Braxton. He's by far my biggest Ohio State PC. Watch this dude's clip against Penn State. It is one of my favorites. He was, uh, he was an early, like, big client for Vayner Sports. Mm-hmm. At the I time have, when he came in the league, da da da. I literally have that picture on my IG is him and him and him and Gary. Because that was right when I got into Gary's content. I had to like host him. It was like <laughs> it was absolute pain. And I'm, the second I saw him, I told him, I was like, I just need you to know I fucking hate you. And he just <laughs> clowned me in my See, face. See, that's how I feel also <laughs> about fucking uh little Trace McSorley. Trace was a good when player. he would do that. Yeah, bro. Hated it. Hate it. Like Puntus, dude. He, he was a he was a good player. Hey, speaking he really of, I said little dude, and I put little hands up. Oh yeah, shout out to Jay for putting this in the chat, man. Gosh, oh, this geez. is electric. Have you guys seen this? Electric. This this play, Jay. Please put this in video. So if you're not if you're listening, you can watch it in video. Oh my goodness, watch that dude miss. Oh, electric. is the whiteout the most overrated thing in college sports? No, no. Do they ever win a big the- game? It's got to be one of the top three sporting events for college football of the year. And I hate Penn bro, State. Bro, I, I can't bro. wait I'm pretty, to go. The whiteout, aren't they first all off, time the whiteout invented. The whiteout was the first. Was the first. 
That would be the number one game I would want to go to, and all of college football is Ohio State, Penn State, and a whiteout. I want to be there in red. Lou, if you're asking, uh, does the whiteout, do they typically win games during the whiteout? Well, I would say that historically they're like 8 to 12 point underdogs in those games. They're 10 and 8 overall in whiteout games. And they're historically pretty big underdogs, but environment wise, Environment there's, top tier. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that can compare. Environment is top tier for sure. Yeah, electric, electric factory. It's Speaking Iowa this year, man. Another. Well, they learned their Speaking. lesson because they have all these ranked losses in a row. Uh, hold on, Ryan was doing something. No, I was just. You said electric factory. I was just transitioning to you the said national electric factory. I did, but it is an electric factory. But the national. You know what's crazy? Is it's 72 days away. By the time this episode goes live, it'll be 70 days. I got to book a flight. I got to do a whole thing. Right. How are you feeling as you get closer to the potential? I think it is worth noting that it is not 100% certain that I will be there. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's 100% certain. Obviously, it is something we've talked about for a while. Um, I wasn't anticipating this being a big part of the show today, but I think it is worth noting but you did bring it up on your own. As we get closer, <laughs> I always love Lou's little subtle jazz. They just, <laughs> just sticks them in there. I didn't right think we were going to talk about this today <laughs> yeah. as I bring it up. Yeah, I, I just, it wasn't what I anticipated talking about. Um, I did bring it up for sure. That's on me, hand up. But yeah, it, it life may happen. And depending on when little CC3 or CC2, whatever we're calling him at this point, because um, we don't have a name. Absolutely impossible to pick a child's name, by the way. Yeah, depending on when he decides to show up, I guess we'll determine when or if I'm at the National. I think you should name the baby Lou. Lewis? Sure. Did you do any Mother's Day? Like, what was your... How do you approach Mother's Day? In the lead up. That's actually an interesting question. Um, What do you mean? Like, did you... Was it like mother-to-be or it was like mother... No, it was more like, like, it was more like I went out, we went to brunch with my mom and dad and brother and my wife. They got her a little something and like we got her stuff, but it was like more for the nursery type thing. But yeah, it was more like mom to like human dogs because like, I think the first Mother's Day actually an actual mom is more important. I don't want to go off on a big tangent on this. Like this is car talk, not, you know. But like for you, were you like, oh, I got my mother and that was still focused or you like. You're a mother or like you're soon to be a mother. Yeah. It's more like when a baby's here, then it's mom's day. And then it's really, Respect. really important. So like yeah. you don't want to yeah. like celebrate too early. Yeah. yeah. Right. Respect. So yeah, just a lot b- beforehand, obviously like that, you know, my priorities will change here really, really soon. It's kind of crazy. Reg and I talk about it quite a bit, but I've been to the national every year since 2009. I have not missed one. Uh, in 14, this will be the, I think I've been to 14, 9, 10, I think I counted, I think it's 14 in a row. This will be the 15th national in a row I've been to, um, and it may not, may not be this year. So we'll, uh, we'll see. Still may end up sending the team, trying to get space now. Like this is something like for different reasons, we didn't spend a lot of time on it. Like this was always a possibility. Like I'm not going to get into too much in like personal stuff or like the business, but, um, we didn't really spend a lot of time like preparing for it. And then it was like, okay, it's here are we going to set up? Like, are they going to set up? Like, what's the plan? So, um, hard to believe it's already the middle of May and it's 72 days away, but yeah, I'll know more. Obviously would love to be there and do some car talk events and hang out with you guys for a day, but we'll see. Wow. Here's a, 
Wembenyama with his first ever signed card, and it is inscribed. Victor, it's his autograph. Says first card I ever signed on the inscription. That's a chase card, boys. On the Bowman U. Where's the picture? On Ruben's Instagram. That's a chase card, boys. That card will sell for a lot of money. A ton of money. Damn, Ruben. Victor Wembenyama has 1.3 million Instagram followers. Never set foot in the NBA yet. So here's something. So Michael Rubin just posted on his Instagram 12 minutes ago on Monday at 5.45. I may be feeling small today, but this card Wemby has in his hand is pretty big. Swipe and let me know how much you think it'll be worth. This is what I was and talking about. It's, it's Rubin and Victor Wembenyaba in the first pick. And then the second pick is Rubin, Wembenyaba, and Mike Mahan. Who is the what CEO of Collectibles Division? I think so. He's the guy running Collectibles. Uh, tops at Bowman cards are in it, and then you got Wembenyama in a single image holding his card, smiling. She's in pretty good. Looks happy. Looks pumped about where this is all going. And that inscription is on the of ninety nine card, not on the Super Fractor or it's still probably uh, a five figure card. No, I, I actually kind of like it. I think it's kind of. Adds a little juice to... It could be numbered to a million, I think, if it says first card I've ever signed, and it's the first card he of literally course, ever signed. Of course, of It'll course. It'll sell for I, It's cool because money. also when you're breaking, people will see the of 99 and then be like, ooh, is it that of 99? Versus if you... Every single of 99 is, you is, see yeah. will be a bigger deal now. It's a nice play. That's crazy. All right. Some good questions. National 72 days away. I got to pack. Lou's going to pack. Flawless basketball this week. A real quick one. Crown Royal basketball comes out this week. I think that'll actually be relatively good. Uh, you got gold kabooms in there. And obviously kabooms are a big chase. I think it's the first time in a minute they've had gold kabooms in basketball. I think that'll do a lot. There's Zion, Chet. Isn't LeBron's? The LeBron is the... Is, when he broke the record? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the photo they use, which is pretty cool. So that's a that's a big release. Obviously, again, flawless. Um, you've got Bowman University Inception. It's set again according to blowout release calendar. Bowman Inception University is set to come out this week. That would have Wembenyama cards. That would have Caitlin Clark autos if that comes out. And Drew Aller. Andrew Aller. Drew Aller's got Bowman autos. Uh, Leaf Art of Hockey, flawless basketball, Topps Chrome Tennis. We've mentioned Topps Chrome Tennis checklist is a little weak, to be frank. Why is it weak? Tiafo's the the biggest current name on there. I like a little Pete Sampras chase, but it's good to get it out. I'm excited as a tennis fan. Um, but you're not. You don't got Alcaraz. You don't got Sissipas. You don't got um, Holger Rune. And there's probably three or four other names that I'm not pulling off the top of my head that that could be in there. I didn't see any major women's. There's but there's some legends that are in it. Um, but I'm not sure if we'll see. You know what I what I don't know on that. And now I'm just going on a tangent. Is like, oh, because it's 2021, do they lock up people for the 2021? And then are they not backdating? Like uh, in the last eight months, would they have signed someone and been like, you're in the 2021 product, or do they get that going for the future? Maybe they use this as a test bed and then they go fast follow in the 2022, use it to build some demand. Whatever the Sampras 101 is dope in my opinion. But I would still imagine. I would think of it no differently than I would think of like a prism 
set chase where somebody will still want a LeBron or a Tom Brady or a Mahomes or a Curry numbered or parallel. So if, if there are stars in there or like all time guys tie, like is Serena in there? Any Venus, uh, like the Serena, uh, I keep saying Serena or Venus sisters. Are the Williams sisters in there? Like Sanford? I don't like, believe so. Any, any bigger names like McEnroe in there? I'll tell you one second. Agassi in there. Federer, Nadal. Michael Chang. Like Federer, Agassi, no, Nadal. No, no, Djokovic. no. Djokovic. No. Interesting. Oh. Billie Jean King. Rod Laver. People are kind of down on him now anyway. But like Tiafo, that's a $110 auto. The 2018 auto for Tiafo. So what is his top score? I'm going to do something like that, I would imagine, right? Like how much are the boxes? I would imagine 150 bucks. Pam Shriver, Pete Sampras. So if Tiafo is the best auto you can get out of there, and the box is 150. Simona Halep. That's tough. Halep. I might rip some just to see what it's like. Yeah, I agree, but there, it's bland, boys. Martina Navratilova. There's Coco. Isn't yeah. Coco a big deal? Yeah, Coco and Tiafo, Navratilova, Chris Ever, but like those are like old school peeps. Someone's going to cook me and be like, what about this person? They're the fourth ranked. Jay said that NetPro is going to have some pickleball cards soon, too. I like that. Just load up on Annalie Waters. She's, like, crazy legit. Sounds like we got some good releases coming out. Some of those, we talked about it with the Wemben Yama stuff. Wait, there is Pete Sampras autos in here. Sampras. That's a big deal. That's what I was saying. He's a, That's a big enough a name. Guy. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Stan Smith? Uh, is Stanny Smith in there? Yeah. But again, they're like, feels like a, like a classics set. Yeah, I agree. I'm just trying to be positive about it. Anyway, sorry, Ryan, wrap it up. Yeah, no, sounds like there's some good releases coming out here relatively soon. Obviously, big release released this week with Flawless, the biggest product of the year for, for basketball. Triple Logo Man Chases. Um, excited for that. Topps Chrome Tennis, Crown Royal Basketball. Ruben, shout out to him for th- showing the... Uh, the Victor autos, like, that's crazy. Like, we'll see. A lot of cool stuff ahead, though. Signing off with a shout-out to my boy Tosin, Tosin's Collectibles, Tosin um, Fulham, who's wrapping up an epic year. Also, what's on my mind, officially Man City is going to take the title, like, right there. Arsenal let it out of their grasps. Tough scene for the Gunners fans. Man City's going for three in a row, five of the last six Premier League titles and could lock up the Champions League. They've won five of the last six. I believe they won five of the last six, which is tough. Did that make yeah, them a dynasty? Kind of a dynasty? Question mark? But they haven't won the Champions League, so people give them crap. And But Tosin launched a big product called, project called The Huddle that I want to give some love to and a shout-out. Go check that out at Tosin Collectibles. Um, and then my guy Esteban from Lost Files makes some really dope stuff. And I was talking to him, and he's... They listen to car talk all the time in the warehouse while they're doing work. So I just want to give them some love. Let's go uh, for saying what up. And we're going to do some some stuff with 137 with them. Shout out to Zipper. He's ready to move. Yeah, I just wanted to give Zipper a chance to give his thoughts on the move. Zipper? No? Fair. All right. That's all I got, guys. Peace and love. See you, gang. That's a wrap on card talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. 
Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.